This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Bills Mafia. We know there's only one topic every day. All Bills, all the time. And now Matt Bovey and Sal Capaccio are going really deep. Talking Bills all year long. Because it's always game day in Buffalo. Well, it's finally over. We have it. It is here. The NFL schedule 2023, the Bills schedule for 2023. We've been waiting on it. We talked to Mike North. We've been putting the puzzle together. I would say Thursday was a really wild day to kind of figure it all out for a lot of people who like it. Some people are like, what are you doing? You guys are crazy. I thought it was pretty cool, Matt. It is finally here, the 2023 schedule. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove, we're going to break it down for you. How was Thursday for you going through this? Well, it started at about 7 a.m., so I woke up, and I didn't intend to wake up. I've, Like I said in the last podcast, I've been sick a little bit, so I've been battling something, so I haven't slept much. So I think it's 7 a.m. I was rolling around. I was looking at my phone, and then I think the announcement on Good Morning America happened in like the 8 o'clock hour, I think right. is when it happened. So at that point, then it's all systems go, and you're trying to figure out like all of the logistics. And I work at an ABC television station, so uh-huh. the season opener on an ABC station is kind of a big deal for us. So then you're just looking into every different thing. When did you feel like you had a good grasp on the schedule? I think that I was probably, I think probably by about 10 or 11 o'clock, I think I had kind of most of it pieced together. Now, that does not mean I was ready to report any of it, but I still like just kind of was like, okay, I feel like this is kind of what it's going to look like. Way later for me, way later. Um, I did my show from 10 to 12 on Thursday, and then I had I had a couple of podcasts actually to do with other people who reached out and wanted to talk to me. So I was doing that, and I wasn't even paying attention to some of the stuff going on. I was dialed into the podcasts and the interviews, and then when I got back online, I'm like, okay, what did I miss? What's been reported? And even by then, it got to be a point of, okay, we have a few more games here. I think maybe not until maybe 1.30, 2 o'clock. We saw a schedule that seemed to be making the rounds that seemed to be you know what it could be, mm-hmm. and that's when I finally realized, okay, this is lining up with a lot of the games. I had the Cincinnati Sunday night game yep. um, the night before that, that I knew that was in line. So once things started to fall in that, you know, are actually happening, then you start to go, okay, mm-hmm. I will tell you though. So for everybody watching here, Matthew's at work, he's ready to yeah. go on channel seven WKBW is yeah. in his, uh, is in his Sunday like, best in this, yeah. uh, in this case, a Thursday best. Um, I was at a fundraiser. Actually. I, I just told you, I, I should have kept my jacket on and my jacket and, and sport coat and shirt. Cause we could have been like two fancy guys doing this tonight, but I was at a fundraiser and I will tell you, I, I think I, I knew the schedule. 
I was surprised. I did not have the Sunday night game against the Giants. Like, I thought that was going to be a 1 p.m. game. Like, the whole time, until the schedule was actually released at 8 o'clock, I was absolutely under the impression that was a Sunday 1 o'clock game. And then the schedule came out, and I'm like, wait a minute. That's a Sunday night game? I did not know. I had it the entire day. The entire day. You texted me. You said that. I had it the entire day, and I had to feel like I backtracked a little bit because I saw a couple of the other leaks out there that were not including the Sunday night game. Right. So I had heard that from – you know, a couple different people. And like you said, I think in the early afternoon, there was a leak out there and that's kind of what I was using to cross-reference all of the other yep. stuff that I had had. So the Sunday night game was a little confusing. The Chargers game was a tough one for me to try and figure out because I didn't know if it was going to be Christmas Eve. I didn't know if it was going to be, I knew it wasn't Christmas day just because those games had been announced, but I didn't know if it was Christmas Eve. And then when I found out it was the 23rd, I was all sorts of excited just because that means I'm not going to miss my uh, first Christmas with my daughter, which is really exciting. Love it. Love it. So so that one was exciting. And then, yeah, I mean, it's just like I I kept thinking back to, and this was part of the Giants conversation too. I kept thinking back to the conversation we had with Mike North when I asked him if the bills were at all stale in primetime. And he was like, full stop, full stop. And I saw some of these leaked schedules out there with four primetime games, with five primetime games. And I just kept telling myself, it doesn't make sense. There has to be a couple other ones hidden in there. And that ended up being the Chargers game. And then, like we were talking about, the Giants game. Well, we can break this all down from all angles. But like you just said, the prime time is where everybody kind of looks at and tries to figure out. And I'll Mm -hmm. be honest with you, Matt. I was really surprised that the Buccaneers and Broncos were home game, primetime home games. Because – If you would have said to me, Sal, other than Jacksonville, they're going to go to London for Jacksonville, right? We kind of knew that. Here are the other eight home games. Rank them as far as which ones you think would be primetime. I am not kidding you. I would put those last two on the list. I would have thought those would be the last two possibilities of primetime. You look at their home schedule, like maybe the Raiders, I would put them ahead of both the Buccaneers and Broncos as possible primetime games. The Giants, I certainly would. The Any of the division games, I would have put ahead of them. I absolutely did not think those games, either of them would be in prime time yet. Here we are both of them in a two out of three weeks stretch, by the way. I think the Bucks is more surprising than the Broncos because the Broncos, you've got a couple storylines. The Broncos, you've got Von Miller going against his former team, assuming he's back at that point. So I think that's a pretty big storyline. And then you've also got Josh Allen and Russell Wilson. So there's something to be said about that one. The Bucks was strange to me. That one surprised me. And, you know, when I first had heard about that one, that was not one that I was really gung-ho about. Like, that's one of the ones you hear. This is an example of, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. That's one of the ones you hear from somebody and you don't even repeat to anybody else because you think it's wrong. You don't feel confident enough because somebody's like, oh, yeah, the Bucks on Thursday Night Football. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then you hear it from another person and you're like, interesting. Is it coming from the same spot? Or is it actually legitimately happening? So I guess – the Bills are good enough now that they can carry a primetime slot. It's not like you need two powerhouse teams to be in the slot. It's also a Thursday night game on Amazon. So those games probably are not going to have the marquee matchups that Sunday night football has or Monday night football has. The Monday night football slate this year is really good. Compared to some years past, they've got some big time games on that slate. We'll go over the national broadcast schedule in a minute, including Monday night, which is part of you know, your ABC affiliation there, ESPN, obviously. That's where the Bills are going to start. Monday night against the New York Jets. So kind of let's start there, I guess. You know, what were your thoughts and feelings about the Bills getting this game, one that we both thought was very much in play? I predicted it in our mock yeah. schedule. 
I know you didn't, but I know you said that you thought it very much was a possibility in your mind as well. I mean, it makes so much sense. Like you have all of the storyline of the off season with Aaron Rodgers going to New York, the bright lights, like he had to play in a big time game. It's almost the exact same thing they did last year with the Broncos with Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson started the season in prime time. Now that was against his former team. So this is obviously different, but you're going to put him on a big stage and you need somebody who can kind of go toe to toe with him. And Josh Allen is the perfect person for that. And the bills have become this team that are, you know, must see TV. So it, it didn't surprise me at all. I didn't really know if it was going to be in Buffalo or if it was going to be in New York, but, it does make sense that it's in New York. So now, seriously, I got to figure out these Billy Joel tickets because I really want to go. I really want to go see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden. I, I you know, I got to lean into the dad thing now. So I'm a dad. So I got to like Billy Joel, I think. Well, I went several years ago. I went with our buddy Bill Whippert, who's the Bills team photographer and Sabres, Sabres team photographer. Uh, him and I actually went to MSG. Billy Joel is actually a franchise at MSG, has a banner hanging up. He has. Yeah. He's hit. It's him, the Rangers and the Knicks, basically. They're the franchises at MSG. Went there. It was fantastic. I'd love to again. If people are going to New York City that weekend, it's a great weekend to spend in New York City. Um, you know, it's still going to be warm out. New York City is just a fantastic place. And of course, the Bills play in New Jersey against the, the Jets. But it's also Monday night, September 11th, Matt, which mm -hmm. is going to be a lot of emotion in that stadium on the 22 year anniversary of the terrorist attacks. Yeah, that was something that I immediately noticed. You look at the date and you just think about being in New York for that. And I feel like it is going to be extra emotional. It's going to be extra special for a lot of different people there. And, you know, that's one of those times you try and carve out a little bit of time to go to the World Trade Centers and you go to the fountains there and it's a pretty powerful place. And it, it really is, I think, obviously we're talking about a football game here, but it is a really cool, like poetic way to start the season. And, you know, to kind of lead them off into what so many people are hoping can be a memorable season for them. Now, I know that September 10th is the big opening Sunday for the NFL, but if you're into going to the Bills Jets game, Yankees are playing at 135 in the afternoon at Yankee Stadium as well against the Milwaukee Brewers. So there's just a lot of things to do. You talk about Billy Joel being in concert that night. So there's just a lot of things to do. All right, let's talk about what we liked and what we didn't like about the 2023 NFL schedule, the Bills schedule for 2023 eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I have to be honest, Matt. I generally don't love the schedule for the Bills because as a sideline reporter, a guy who's on the field, we get a lot of generally late December home games, late season home games, December home games, cold weather games. A lot of times the warm weather games are earlier in the season. And then from a competitive standpoint, you're always kind of picking apart, okay, well, that's a little advantage for the other team, things like that. Mm -hmm. There's some stuff like that. I'm going to be really honest with you. I love this schedule for the Bills. I love the schedule for the fans. I know it's not ideal. I'll get to what I don't like in a minute. But what I love about this schedule is the Bills already have a really tough schedule. They're playing teams. We already knew they're playing all these really hard teams. It could have been a lot more difficult as far as the layout for them. It could have been a lot harder as far as um, when they're playing them. And as far as fans are concerned, no Thanksgiving, no Black Friday, no Christmas Eve or Christmas Day when everybody else is playing on those days, right? I think this is a great schedule for Bills fans. L.A. and Miami in December. Yes, please. The bye week in week 13, you get an extra week to prepare for the Kansas City Chiefs. You get an extra 10. You get 10 days for the Bengals. I think this is a great schedule for the Bills and their fans. Well, this is from our buddy Elena Getzenberg over at ESPN. Did you see this? The Bills are the only team that does not have back-to-back road games in 2023. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's amazing. It's almost like they went through so much last year that this year, let's make sure we give them a schedule that's pretty favorable, like the late bye week. The Bills I are didn't going see to, that, but that's incredible. The Bills are going to love having the late bye week. That was the thing about yes. London we kept talking about. People thought, oh, aren't you going to take the bye week after London? No, they probably wanted as far away from London as possible. And the London thing, I don't know if you just mentioned this because I was looking up Elena's tweet, that they play at home on the begin- before the trip and after the trip. So yep. there's no other additional travel. It's like Buffalo, London, Buffalo, like nice back and forth, pretty seamless there. I think the end of the schedule from a strictly football standpoint is a gauntlet. I yep. think there's a really, really tough stretch there until you get to like New Year's Eve against the Patriots. So that's going to be tricky. But there was a really tough schedule or a really tough stretch at the beginning of the schedule last year, and they were able to navigate themselves through that. So I really just think start strong. You'll be able to get some wins, and you're going to really be in a good position. Yeah, and if you look at those games you're talking about, and by the way, Elena's right. They do have consecutive road games, but they're broken up by the bye week, right? So that's the only time. They have the at Philly bye week at Kansas City. So back-to-back weeks, road games is not happening. Only team in the league. That's a really interesting stat from Elena right there. But if you look at what I like about it is there is opportunity at the beginning of the season. Who knows? Even if you drop the Jets game, which, you know, the Bills can go to New York and win, and if they lose, oh, my God, here's the Jets. But you come home to the Raiders, you go to the Commanders, and you come back home for the Dolphins. Like, those are three winnable games. They can get back on track, and then it's London, and then it's back home against the Giants and at the Patriots. All of those games, very winnable games before you go to um, – before, and then you have Tampa Bay at home, right? But I'm just saying, my point is, early in the season, a lot of opportunity for the Bills to start off on the right foot, even if things don't go well against the Jets week one, which there's no reason to think they can't anyway – I like the fact that they have an opportunity to get ahead of the game through their first seven weeks, which takes you up until I think what the new England game there in week summer seven. Have you seen your, you know, your co-host Joe DiBiase, he posted the betting lines. Did you see those for all of the games, the entire slate? I know you were just at your event. Uh, (laughs) No, I did not, but I'm guessing the bills are favored in everything except at Kansas city or at maybe Kansas city and Philadelphia. Okay. So weird. They're favored in 13 of the 17 games. Okay. But the four games that they are underdogs in are so ridiculously close. First off, they're favored in their first like 10 games of the year. The first time that they are an underdog is on the road against Cincinnati. It okay. is plus one. So okay. plus one on the road yeah. against Cincinnati. Yeah. A couple weeks later at Philly, what do you think that line is? Plus two. 
plus one and a half. Okay. Okay. Here's the biggest line at Kansas City. Plus three. Three and a half. Okay. And then there's one other game. Ooh. Can you think? Can you guess what it is? Um, I would have to say be at the Chargers. No, they are favored in the Chargers game by one. It's the last game of the season at Miami. Plus oh, one at Miami and plus, last game of the year. Okay. Plus one and a half. Now that's a to be determined time game. So there's a lot yep. of factors that could go into that. Maybe, you know, Vegas doesn't think the Bills are playing everybody. Maybe they just really think Miami is a contender for the division. I think it's a little, probably a little bit of both. So, I mean, that's the thing. We look at the schedule and we go, oh my goodness, it is so hard. It is hard. There's some really hard yeah. stretches. The Bills are still favored in 13 of the 17 games they play. And in two of the games that they're not favored, it's a point. So, like, you know, there's a lot of games to be had. There are some weird lines, though. There were a couple of them that Joe pointed out. These are from DraftKings. Like, I was surprised. Against Washington, they're only four-and-a-half-point favorites. That surprised me a little bit. I thought that would be a bigger line. Um, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Jags. They're a touchdown favorite at home against the Giants on Sunday Night Football. I guess. And obviously, seems- so people know, these will change as the game gets closer. Oh, because of right sure. now, this is what it's being projected. Yeah, so I, I just think that the things that I like about the schedule, I, I really like the, the no holiday thing. That to me is yeah. incredible. I really like that there's no consecutive back-to-back road trips because I yeah. feel like, you know, from us, from our standpoint, that's a lot. I cannot imagine from actually playing on the football field standpoint what that would be like. But I think the best thing about it all is that like stretch in the fall of the primetime games that are right in Orchard Park. Like if you're somebody who likes going to the stadium when the weather is pretty good, then I feel like you're yeah. going to love this schedule because they play two home games after November 19th, uh, Sunday, December 17th yes. against Dallas and then New Year's Eve against the Patriots. Like, that's and from a competitive standpoint, Dallas ain't looking forward to coming here in December. Right. No. I mean, that that's, team. That, yeah. No, no. It, it's just, it's, I, it's not the schedule that I at all anticipated. Like if you would have asked me when we did the mock schedule last week, what I thought it would look like, I would have never come up with this, but I think I like it. I do too, but there are some things I don't like. Um, At least particularly one. I do feel for fans who are season ticket holders, especially, you know, we have a lot of out of towners that come in they drive in their RVs, things like that. One o'clock Sunday home games ain't happening. Yeah. They do not have many one o'clock Sunday home games and pretty much they're all early in the season. You got one in week two against the Raiders. You got one in week four against the dolphins. That is it for the rest of the season until the Patriots on new year's Eve. That's it. The mm-hmm. other games at one o'clock. I mean, sorry, the other games at home, well, you have the London game which is home game, but here we go. Night game against the giants on Sunday night, Thursday night against the Buccaneers, Monday night against the Denver Broncos, 425 against the Jets, 425 against the Dallas Cowboys. Not a good conducive schedule for people who like to have their routines around a Sunday 1 p.m. and like to enjoy some games before watching if you're not going to the games. I think that's the only thing I don't like about this, which is that I feel for the fans who that's part of their routine and it makes it tougher on them to come to Orchard Park for the games or even at home and like, eh, I'd like to be done at four o'clock and watch the other games. I think four o'clock is far and away the worst time to go to a game. If you are planning on attending because you still can't really watch the one o'clock games because you're having to deal with getting to the stadium. You don't get home in time to watch the late game. You still get home pretty late. So you're missing dinner. Then you have a late night and then you've still got to get back to go to work or do whatever you've got to do and wake up on Monday morning. So I do think from the actual fan going to the game experience, 
you kind of get the short end of the straw there. But look at the games that they're playing. It's a 425 game against the Jets at home. That's a marquee matchup. It's a 425 game against Dallas at home. That's on Fox. That's going to be for on for the entire country to see. Like these are not primetime games, but they're the next th- they're the next thing closest to it. So you've got the one o'clock games and you've got the primetime games. These are the things that are almost primetime games without actually being considered primetime games. And that's what happens when you're a really good team. Can I point out one other thing that I hate about the schedule? This is sure, absolutely my far, far and away my most hated thing about the schedule. Mm-hmm. All right, this goes out to my buddy Mark. He is getting married on October 8th. I was a groomsman in the wedding. Ooh. Yep. And I will no in longer. London. Yeah, exactly. And I told him this. I told him when he asked me to be in the wedding, I was like, I will skip legitimately any game except that one. It's like, I can't skip it. But can I ask you a question? Yeah. Congratulations, Mark. I have to yes. tell you. But I have to ask why he got married on a Sunday in the fall if he's a Bills fan. No, it's, no it's not a Sunday. It's the Saturday. It's the day before. But how are you going to get to London the next day? Oh, you said October 8th. Isn't that that's the London game? Well, I, he's getting married on the 7th. My oh, I see he, what you're saying. Yeah, okay. he's getting okay. he's getting married. All right, Mark. The Sorry, sat- Mark. Yeah, exactly. He's getting married the Saturday before that. So there's no, but with the London time difference, it's not like you could even like fly in the morning. I'm sorry and try to hear push that. It. That does stink. That does stink. I, um, he's, he has been so cool about it. Legitimately. Yeah. Like when I found out the London game a couple weeks ago, I called him and I was like, listen, yeah. I, I just, I, I'm so sorry, but this is this. And he's been so cool about it, but I feel terrible. So Mark's a trooper. I don't even know if he listens to the podcast, but shout out Mark. Yeah, congratulations, Mark. It's a it's a tough deal, and uh, too bad, Matt. I, I'll enjoy Matt's company. Matt and I will have a beer for you while we're in London. Okay, how about that? Um, yeah. Let me ask you before we get to the national overall schedule, and you break down the Monday night slate a little bit. What do you think about that Chargers game late in the season, playing on December twenty third? Now that's going to be there's two there's two things. Number one, I love about it. That's what I will love and hate. Okay, love about mm-hmm. it is it's not Christmas Eve mm-hmm. where a lot of teams are playing. I didn't want to play on Christmas Eve, especially on the road. Didn't want to play on Christmas Day, especially on the road, because then we're gone Christmas Eve. That didn't happen. December 23rd, perfect. Get home, even though it's going to be a little later. I'm fine with that. What I hate is, though, find out later, this is a streaming game that people will have to pay for. How will it work here in Buffalo? That's been one of the questions I've been asked, and I'm not sure if you know the answer. I believe a local network will get a chance to bid on it. Now, okay. Because this is a little bit of the wild, wild west. I got to double check this. But my guess is that NBC will probably get the game because it's a Peacock streaming yes. situation. So I think locally. It, and that's and this is tough because if you're listening to this in like Rochester, that does not count. In specifically the Buffalo television market, it has to be on one of the stations, two, four, or seven. It has to be on right. one of the stations over the air. Rochester, that does not apply. So if you're listening to this in Rochester or anywhere else that is outside of the Buffalo television market, you will need to watch, you know, you'll need to get prime to be able to watch the game. So, and that goes for like all of the games that goes for Amazon games. Those will be on channel seven NFL network games. Those go up for bid ESPN games. Those go to ABC. So like if you're in the actual Buffalo market, you kind of benefit from that rule. But if you're outside of it, then you really got to kind of scramble and get creative. So, yeah, I, I think the game will still be on locally. I just don't know the station yet. Last thing before I let you talk about the Monday night slate. I was at an event right before we did this podcast. And the event where I went, Russ, Russ Salvatore was there, the restaurant tour in Buffalo. Of course. And I was one of the MCs. And I said, 
and I, it was right when the schedule was coming out. And I said, the only thing people here care about is when Russ Salvatore's party is going to be in Miami, right? Mm-hmm. So his party he always has this party at the Blue Martini down in Miami the night before they play. But that's the only other thing. Like, if you're looking forward to that party, it's the last week of the year. Now, the good news is you get out of Buffalo to go to Miami. And, you know, it's the last week of the year. And it's a lot warmer down there than cold. But if you're going, if you're looking for Miami, like, it's a, it's a nice traditional place to go for a lot of Bills fans. It's generally early in the season. It does kind of take a little bit of the luster away from that game. However, I will tell you, there could be a lot riding on it, yeah. or it could be even maybe, maybe hopefully a coronation of the Bills winning the division again or something like that. And, you know, Bills fans can celebrate it. So not not the best time. I love the fact they're on New Year's Eve at home at 1 o'clock, though. Gets us home in time for a New Year's Eve celebration and not worrying about it. I have a take. This yeah. is not a football take. Not a New Year's Eve guy at all. Huh? I don't know why. Huh? No, it's all right. I get it. My wife and I, we go to bed sometimes early, but I, I, I'm not much of a New Year's Eve guy, but I will participate if there's something worthy of participating in. I'm a weirdo. I like a, with a lot of weird things. Like but I your think station I, does all the thing downtown and everything. Yeah, we man. do the ball. We do the ball yeah. drop and everything. That's a big night for the station, but I'm usually, they don't let the sports guy take part in that. <laughs> so usually I'm just sitting at home. And for the last couple of years, I just like fall asleep before midnight. I don't know. For some reason, I always get like weirdly like sentimental going into a new year yeah. and not like happy about it. I'm always like, oh, why do I have to leave all of these great memories in the year before another weird one i'm not a big birthday guy either some people oh. love their birthdays for me birthdays are kind of like so actually my birthday is the day after the philly game this year so oh, but 27th the, but that's the bye week too yes it is well that's great actually one thing i always look at is the max's bye. birthday week okay and guess what it's literally the day of the bye week december 3rd is oh, his birthday. Cool. so there's no game and i'm like we can do whatever we can have a party that day I'm going to, I don't know, I can share this. I, I'm not going to say names. I got a message from somebody today on Twitter asking me if I had seen any of the schedule or if there was anything that I could like privately share because right. they were getting married on December 2nd, I believe it was, December 2nd or December 3rd. And I was like, it is your lucky day, buddy. I think you were getting married. <laughs> I think you were getting married during the Buffalo Bills bye week this year. And it is amazing. That shows you how awesome Bills fans are that, He's getting married, and he's thinking about if he's going to miss a Bills game or not. And he probably invited you for letting him know the good news. Hopefully that was the case. <laughs> well, if you know what? I won't be in London that weekend, so I can go to that one at least. There you go. I love the fact they have their bye week. The bye week being late is really nice for Bills fans. It's been nice for the Bills it's themselves. They only have two home games in December. That's good. Um, and the road games are nice warm cities. So I think it does set up for the Bills. Monday night football, um, a really good schedule this year. Thursday night's a little bit different. Teams can play two short weeks on a Thursday night. Matt's going to break down the Monday night schedule and what he likes about it next. Hey, it's Sal Capaccio from It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. It's not just a podcast. It's the 25th hour of your day, your weekly source for all things Buffalo Bills. Right on time, your time. In the car, navigate the streets with NFL wisdom in your ear. We accompany every errand you need to run. Washing the windows or vacuuming the carpets? Don't just clean, conquer. Podcasts make you more productive because we fit perfectly into your schedule. Follow It's Always Game Day in Buffalo in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. 
Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. The best music in all of uh, football television, the Monday Night Football music. Do you agree? Dun, 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 dun. Do, you ha- do you have one you like better? Some people like Sunday no. Night Football better. Um, I think Sunday Night Football is cool, but no way, man. I'm a nostalgic guy. Monday Night Football, love it. I just I go back and still to this day watch early like I watch 1980s Monday Night Football opens on YouTube sometimes. Yeah, those uh, those first couple notes just like send send a that's shiver right. down your spine, and that's the coolest part. Like for the Bills, so last year, um, you know the Bills were part in Week Two of the double header. This year they kick off the season on Monday Night Football against the Jets, like we all already talked about. So Week Two they have a double header, and they've got Saints at Panthers and then Browns at Steelers. So not like anything crazy but obviously those afc north games are always just like super intense so i think that'll be a fine game and then after that like rams at Bengals in week three they've got another double header in week three rams at Bengals is interesting though because you know what are the rams like that's what we're trying to figure out are the rams the team that won the super bowl i think they're horrible i think they're gonna be tanking basically kind of i don't disagree with you uh i love the seahawks at giants i think that's a really fun game I, I love Cowboys at Chargers. I really like Raiders at Lions, even though I know people probably – I'm a little higher on the Raiders than I think some people are. I just don't think they're going to be that bad. I mean, and then you've got all your typical ones. You've got Chargers at Jets, Broncos at Bills right here. Now, this is the big one. The fact that Monday Night Football got the Super Bowl rematch is pretty legit. So that's November 20th. and that's on Wow, ES- yeah, that's, that's really interesting. That's on ESPN and it's on ABC. And I was actually watching an interview today on NFL live with Joe Buck, Joe Buck. And they asked him, have you ever called a Super Bowl rematch? And he doesn't think he has. He said he's called several Super Bowls, but he's like, I don't think I've ever called the Super Bowl rematch. So that'll be pretty cool because that's, you know, the week after the bills are on Monday night football, you know, the bills opener on Monday night football ESPN, I guess I was Richard Deitch reported something about how, you know, ESPN is going to get a Super Bowl eventually in the new TV rights deal. Mm-hmm. And they said they're going to use that game to showcase how they're going to do the Super Bowl. Like they're going to put all their resources into it. So that first Monday night game between the Bills and Jets, it's going to be pretty spectacular from a television viewing standpoint, how ESPN is going to treat it. Yeah. And I also wonder too, now this is kind of more for, at least I would imagine, I think if you're a diehard Bills fan, you're probably watching the actual broadcast. You're probably not watching like the Manning cast or like those extra broadcast options that are out right. there. But I do think that with a lot of these games, you know, you'll still have that implemented. You'll have the Manning cast, and then you can kind of casually, like for me, if it's not a game I'm super invested in. So like right now, okay, I'm looking at like right. the schedule right now, like Packers-Giants, okay? Like I want to watch it, but I don't need to watch the actual broadcast of it. That's when I think it's like the perfect symmetry of like you can still watch the game, but then you also get the commentary and you get the guests and you get all that stuff. And they do have flex scheduling for Monday night this year, just something to be aware of. You know, there is a there's a possibility like later in the season there could be a game that's that's moved out of there. Sunday we night. Talk, we should talk about that real quick. Do you? Yeah. Think, what do you think? Do you have any games on the bill schedule you think could potentially be flexed into a better time slot? Because they've got the six, which is the maximum, but they can have one more flexed. Yes, I think Dallas. Dallas okay. on December seventeenth, but I haven't looked at the schedule close enough. What is it? <coughs> What's the December seventeenth? That's here we go. Um, ooh, Chiefs at Patriots is the Monday night game that week. Hmm. I have to look at the Sunday night game that week. Yeah. Like what? Because it takes two things, right? It takes 
a good matchup to flex it flex and it takes a, a worse matchup that you don't want to flex out yeah. right when you're in that situation um the night game is ravens jaguars so that's probably pretty good but if one of those teams goes awry i could see bills cowboys being moved but that would be another night game at home it's you know i mean who knows if that's going to be the case but That'll be interesting. I don't know if Fox has given that game up, though. I mean, like, I know that they wouldn't yeah. have much of a say in it, but right. I would imagine Fox is probably really going to bat for that game and making sure that didn't, that doesn't go Mike anywhere. Tell us that teams and networks can protect flexes. They can protect like later in the season. I don't know how many they get or when they get it, but he did say, even though you don't protect games originally on the schedule, you can protect games from being flexed. Also shout out to Mike North because there had been a lot of confusion, at least on social media about the amount of primetime games teams were able to be scheduled into. And he told us very specifically six primetime games. And that's what it ended up being. But I saw a lot of places today on social media saying that it was five primetime games, five primetime games. I went back. It was at the 2056 mark of the podcast. I went back and specifically found it and i was like nope there it is it's six so but he also did say that like if you're in the six chances are you're probably not getting flexed really into another one because you're already in prime time so much but we don't know about that that there is there is a tbd on the schedule the miami game at the end the miami game and let me ask you this are the bills part let me look at this i don't haven't looked i'll do this in real time are the bills part of that that traditional the, uh, possible Saturday, Sunday thing. I don't believe they are actually, because I think that that weekend. So I was kind of, when I got the right. schedule, I, that has been a game that we have traditionally aired on channel seven for like the last three or four years. And we've had some really good games. This was not listed as like a 16th or 17th type deal. This is just listed as December 17th on Fox in years past. It's been like multiple dates with a to be determined thing. There are five games that can be flexed. They are not one of them. Yeah, that's kind of what I think. Meaning, meaning TBD, meaning flex. Five games could either be a Saturday or Sunday. The Bills are not one of those games. So that's right. Is it usually two weeks they do that, though, or is it just the one? Let me see. I no, think there's, another, there's another week. The week after that, there's also some games that are like that. Uh, no, it's just week 15, and then in weeks – only week 18 is when it happens again. So, no doesn't look like that's the case so but, i like that aspect but in week 18 i know that's the to be determined game yes. but i believe there's just the one that goes to sunday night football which last year was giants packers or not giant uh, lions packers and the packer if the packers would have won they would have went to the playoffs but the lions won so my guess is like if that game between the bills and dolphins really matters it's probably a one o'clock game or a four o'clock game my, that's just my guess Let's look at that Thursday night schedule because Amazon paid a lot of money mm-hmm. and there was a lot of talk about, you know, what they're going to get this year. First of all, let's start it off. Even though it's considered a quote unquote Sunday night game mm-hmm. opener on Thursday night. What do you think about the lions, man? I love it. Love it. I like, I like it too. I just think that, you know, you throw them a bone for having a good season last year coming up a little bit short. I almost feel like the buys the bisons. I almost feel like the lions are kind of like what the Bills were a couple of years ago before they ascended into what they've ultimately become. I like it. I, I was happy it wasn't the Bills, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the Thursday night schedule. Dolphins, Jets. It's That's not good. a Thursday night game. It's a Black Friday game, but it's it's a, it's going to be uh, on the Thursday night traditional platform. Yeah. But it is the Black Friday game. The Bills did not get that game after all the talk about it. Surprised. 
I was surprised by that. I wasn't totally surprised the Bills didn't get it. I thought they could. I was surprised at the two teams who did. I did not think it'd be an AFC East divisional matchup. I thought you'd get the Eagles in there or the Giants in there or the Chiefs in there or the Bengals in there if it wasn't the Bills. Dolphins, Jets? Interesting. Well, I think that's the Rodgers effect. I don't think that that's a game that goes in there without Aaron Rodgers. I think if this was the Jets last year, you're probably not getting that game. I, I think maybe in that situation, you're getting like Bills Patriots. That's might be mo- a more intriguing game, but not now. I mean, I, I legitimately think that there's a lot of people out there that think the Jets and the Dolphins are very serious contenders. So I guess it just kind of depends on if you believe that or not. All right. The Bills also had their two preseason games in house, right? You know what's crazy? I don't I'm even sorry, know. There are three preseason games, two don't on even, one at home. Don't even know what they are. Isn't that ridiculous that the schedule comes out? I didn't even I didn't even bother looking at the preseason. Okay. Um, I don't have it from their site. I'm getting this from Elena, our friend I, at ESPN. I have it in front of me now. I just Okay, you it see up. it. Yeah. Week one, Saturday, August twelfth at one PM at home against the Colts. Oh. Traditionally a kids' day game. Guess what? That should be the kids' day game. I guess say that, say, one. say that again. It's Saturday, August twelfth. Yep. Okay. Something wrong with that for you? <laughs> no, I just okay. I, this the actual Bills PR schedule just has to be determined for the dates. It doesn't. Okay, have... well she has it then. So let's just say to be determined because that might actually be. But she has it as August twelfth. Okay. She also has the following week. The Bills are going on a Saturday to Pittsburgh for a six thirty game on a Saturday, August nineteenth. Okay, interesting. And then the last game will be at the Bears, and that's a still be determined game. Usually the last game is what a Friday night. Not anymore. It doesn't matter because they used to do it because. Remember, you used to have four, and that last week, they everybody played on Thursday mm-hmm. to make sure you're wrapped up in time to give you time for the regular season. doesn't yeah. matter because nobody plays Labor Day weekend anymore. Everybody, so you could play Thursday, Friday, or Saturday now on that last weekend. Oh, here's another question. Do, do, will Bill's training camp start a couple days later because they play their first game on Monday Night Football? Um, no, I believe. if I, hmm, I have to look at this. You're asking me this on the fly. I know the CBA pretty well about this, and uh-huh. I'm pretty sure – they still get to start it as if they were playing on Sunday. Okay. Get, you get 45 days from your first regular season game. And if you play on Monday night, I believe you get 46. Okay, cool. All right. Just because I remember last year training yep. camp started three days earlier because right. of the Thursday game. So I didn't know if there was like the kind of other end of the you know spectrum with it. And it gets pushed back a little bit. I don't think so, but you know, we'll find out and we'll have training camp. Uh, sometime soon. And for, right, a, I don't and, know. For, and for a reference point, last year Schedule training camp started on July 23rd was the day they moved in. July 24th was the first day of practice. So, so take the take the first game, move back 45 days. That's the first day they're allowed to practice, but that could also be just a conditioning day. Yeah. Um. You know, so it could be 44 days. And I think we're looking at like the 27th or 28th this year. I think. Yeah, I was going to say probably later into uh, July this year, this go around. All right. Um, lots of stuff going on at uh, WGR 550. I'll be breaking it down. By the time you listen to this, you might have already, I might already be on, but I'll be on all day on Friday, breaking it down in the morning and the afternoon, my show 10 to 12. We'll have a lot of stuff at our website. How about you, Matt? Where are you, uh, where are you breaking it down? Where are you talking about it for everybody? So, so well, we're taping this instantly right after the schedule came out. So yep. I'm actually getting ready to go do the 11 o'clock news right now. And then tomorrow we've got rookie mini camp. So you know, it's you already like turn. You don't want to turn the page. Obviously, the schedule is a big deal. But yeah. then rookie minicamp starts tomorrow. They signed five of the six rookies tonight. Just kind of like the under the radar sneaky news that happened. So just when you think things are going to calm down. Uh, oh, no, they do not. <laughs> not at all. All right. So real quick before I let you go. Mm-hmm. All right. I know you got to do your, your sports cast and all that. Week one, week one. All right, we have games on the schedule. Lions, Chiefs, Panthers, Falcons, Texans, Ravens. Interesting. 
Bengals, Browns, Jags, Colts. You got Buccaneers, Vikings. Let's see, Cardinals, Commanders, 49ers, Steelers. Interesting. Just stop me if anything catches you. Titans, Saints, Packers, Bears, Raiders, Broncos, Dolphins, Chargers week one. I think that's I like, super interesting, right? I like, I like that one a lot. That's a good uh, game. Eagles, Patriots. Oh, boy. That's an interesting way for the Patriots to start. Yeah. Rams, Seahawks, Cowboys, Giants on Sunday night at MetLife while we're there, by the way. We're in New Jersey or wherever you're staying. That game's in New Jersey before the Bills play the following night against the Jets. Wait, wait, wait. Really? Yes. Oh, so if I don't go to Billy Joel, I could go to a different football game? You can go to the, see the Giants play the Cowboys. Same stadium. Uh, you'll see you'll see it all in blue, and then the next night you'll see it all in green. Uh, funny enough, and one of the things that we probably only care about, the Giants press box spread in accommodations, much nicer than the Jets, <laughs> even, though it, even though it's in the exact same stadium. They use wow. different services and stuff. Get a credential for that game. Have you seen the Jets <laughs> schedule to open? Have you seen the Jets first – like seven games. Yes, games. it's really hard. It's it's almost Woo! like it's almost the inverse to what the Bills end of the season is. Yeah, I mean, Bills, Cowboys, Patriots, Chiefs, Broncos, Eagles, by Giants, Chargers. Wow, that's the the AFC East schedules this year are. I, I don't know what do you, what would be the number you would say you have to win to win the division right now. Does eleven get you there? Does eleven get you there? But eleven say, probably does. You sign up right now for eleven. For the I think you sign up for 11. I think the problem is you don't get home field advantage, but you still win the division. Huh. It's tough because it is a really tricky schedule. I think 12 I sign up for. I don't know if I sign up for 11. All right, man. Go do your uh, sports cast. Thanks a lot for everybody for the emergency schedule release pod here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Always thanks to our producer, Lucas Buckley. He's always you know there for us when we need him to be able to record these both not only on audio but on video. At Sal Sports on YouTube, by the way. Lots of great stuff happening on the YouTube page. Thank you so much for everybody coming along and looking at our smiling faces as we do this as well. All right, Matt. You see, I can tell you're already you're, you're we're watching on video. You're tired here. Go do your sports cast. Get a nap in before that, brother. Listen, it's eleven o'clock. Do you know your children are? Channel Seven it. News. I don't stay up this late anymore. So eleven o'clock, I'm yawning. I'm already in bed for like two hours now. So schedule day, they make me stay late. We'll talk to you next time. We break down a little bit of rookie minicamp.